Hello and welcome to Yumi and the Economy. Huge advertisements flaunting India's presidency at G20 are adorning our cities everywhere. G20 is being projected as a big achievement of this government and India is being projected as the mother of democracy. On the other hand, we are also witnessing temporary beautification of cities by evicting people and entire colonies. Multiple cases of forced evictions and demolitions are being reported from different states wherever these meetings are being held. Just to grasp the enormity of the propaganda, 51 crore was spent on outdoor advertising alone, money that could have fed some more mouths during intense episodes of heat waves and immediate flash floods. So what is G20 and how is India's presidency playing out at the international level? On September 9th and 10th this year, India will host the final G20 leader summit to be attended by the US President Joe Biden among other heads of the states. Over 12,300 delegates from about 110 nations are expected to participate in person in Delhi, the largest number ever hosted by a G20 country so far. The agenda of their discussions range from green development, climate finance, technological transformation and digital public infrastructure to multilateral institutions for the 21st century. But behind all this, G20 remains an informal elite club of traditional powers or the G7 countries and selected emerging powers such as China, India, Brazil, Indonesia, etc. It is considered by the observers to be a platform that provides legitimacy to the G7 agenda and policies. Despite being a small group of countries, the whole world is impacted by its policy decisions. Its membership is quite selective, excluding countries like Iran, Egypt and Venezuela. G20 is not a permanent institution with headquarters, offices or staff, and its presidency is rotational on an annual basis among its members. The decisions at G20 are made with consensus, but they are non-binding. The implementation of which depends on the political will of individual states. It is important to question G20 as despite being an informal group, its policy decisions and recommendations impact the whole world. You might remember the financial resolution and deposit insurance bill that was withdrawn in August 2018 after protest from several quarters. This bill uncritically accepted the recommendations of the Financial Stability Board's report without considering the specificities of Indian economy. This bill curtailed the RBI's regulatory power, proposed to form a resolution council to sell, merge and liquidate financial institutions including public sector banks, floated the idea of a bail-in provision to deprive the common depositors to compensate for losses emerging from corporate defaults. Similarly in other sectors too G20 decisions have led to increased private finance unequal development a rising inequality debt distress financialization of climate crisis and global power imbalance the G20 needs to be questioned because the decisions of this informal elite club impact the global financial architecture national economies ways to address the current poly crisis geopolitical relations functioning of democratic institutions and most importantly people's livelihoods rights and entitlements the G20 presidencies often ignore the recommendations from the grassroots civil society organizations and activist groups this year too the G20 bloc failed to reach an agreement on phasing down fossil fuels following objections by some producer nations Similarly following its neoliberal agenda the G20 expert group on MDBs suggested greater engagement with the private sector in short despite claiming to G20 is failing to advance people's issues on the ground
In light of all this, a host of people's movements, trade unions, civil society organizations and concerned citizens are coming together to raise the people's demands and interest. At the V20 summit scheduled to be held on August 18th, 19th and 20th of this month in New Delhi, several people's organizations will convene to discuss key issues pertinent to the G20 agenda such as agriculture and food security, climate crisis and just energy transition, rising inequalities, labor and employment, alternative ideas of development, democracy and dissent and more. Join the People's Summit at Surjit Bhavan in New Delhi and raise your voice for people's issues and concerns for a more democratic, just and inclusive financial system and political order. You can register for the event with the link in the description box. Thank you for listening to this podcast. My name is Kavita Kabir and you were listening to Yumi and the Economy. For more information and analysis, check out our website www.cenfa.org and keep listening to Yumi and the Economy.